Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hello and welcome to Wrestle Ramble. This is Luke Owen. I'm Ollie Davis, and today we're talking our favourite ever WWE pay per views. Who could switch gimmicks? The problem with NXT and more in this mailbag special. That's right, you people have asked us stuff, and we're going to answer it. That's the way these mailbag things work. If you want to go straight to any of those topics of conversation, click the timestamps in the video description below, and you'll be taken right there, or stay here where we're going to tell you to subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Stitcher, Stitcher, subscribe on Audio Lounge, Acast, Acast, subscribe. But should we come up with some new? podcast apps yeah let's do that pod fun <laughs> supercast i like pod fun pod fun yeah pod fun i'm gonna start a, f- a podcast festival and call it pod fun pod, pod fun. fun festival pod fun 2018 TFF. yeah pod fun 20 20- yes yeah and someone's walking around in a pod fun 2018 t-shirt <laughs> man were you at pod fun 2018 oh mate what a great year that was look at the lineup of all these obscure wrestling podcasts. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were not invited to uh, the London Podcast Festival, where which has got some great... Like, if you are in London, if you are one of our UK viewers and in London, I'm going to be going to the London Podcast Festival to the wrestling shows they're doing uh, because Gorilla Position are doing uh, a live show. They're headlining uh, mm. the day. But the Ashidira Podcast are doing a show and How To Wrestling are doing a show as well. So I'm going to be going to all three of those. the same person. Uh, yeah, Kevin does both, yeah. both shows, yeah. He's so he's pulling double duty on the uh, on the card. Yeah, we haven't been invited. I, to be honest, I doubt we would get invited to Pod Fun 2018. <laughs> either, <laughs> and we the, created the fictional it. podcast yeah. uh, festival that we just created. Yeah. But you, I mean, you you've brought this up quite a few times in the past. You would want to do a live. I'd version love to do a this. live version of this. Do you not want to do a live version of this? I mean, I'd I'd rather. I I think the idea is great until I realise that all of our viewers and listeners are American and they can't come to any of the shows, and then we don't sell out the hall at yeah. all. Yeah, and then the hall's actually really empty because we don't have that many uh, viewers or listeners based in London. And the people there live. Oh, that's the exciting bit, though. Mm. Oh, but yeah, oh. I mean, I'm a former actor, I'm a former stage actor, so I, yeah. I, I love, and you know, I used to play in bands, so I thrive on performing mm. live. I, and you like people to watch. Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very much, a, I, I'm not really a voyeur. I like people being voyeurs to me. I, a showman. Yes. I yeah. used to, I used to do. I'm, I'm the Brad Maddox of this group. I used to tread the boards. 
Oh, yeah? I did GCSE and A-level drama. I did the same. But I, I wanted to vomit every time we did an actual production. I really... I just... Yeah. I, the hours before, I were just physically sick and... Ugh. It's fine. I know you. And there's no one else in this room. It's just the camera. We hit record. Uh, that's a lie. There's loads of people. We've got a sound engineer <laughs> and a runner. Hi, Greg. Get How's the wife? I'm amazed you didn't actually think to name someone who actually does work within this studio. Yeah, Mark. Yeah. Hi, Mark. <laughs> uh, and the green screen thing, I just do myself. Yeah. Press record. And same with you, you know. Just, mm. Yeah, an actual... We just produce ourselves. Yeah, an actual whole room. I think it'd be exciting. <sighs> it would just be this, more or less. It would just be us chatting the breeze. It's different when it's in front of people. No, it's not. No, it's like I've seen. I've seen people. Some of the funniest people I know. If you put a camera in front of them, they change completely. It's the same thing as being up on stage. You have to have. Is this an what appetite? Is this it. what happened when we did the the live flickering myth movie show? No, because I aced that. <laughs> I was petrified. There was hardly anyone there. No, no, there was a very small crowd there. You I, were desperate for some reaction. Yeah, people. Oh, there's a, a shirt about to fall down. People. L- l- we luckily people were tired around the time that we were on in this uh, convention doing an old show that we used to do based on movies. So all the people there just pretty much just they were, came to sit down. They were looking for chairs to sit in. Yeah, it was the only place really you could sit down in a chair. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's we can even great. sit down in chairs at our booth. Long way round of saying subscribe <laughs> to the podcast. Shall we get into the mailbag loop? Let's do it. Uh, if you can't see this on the podcast, we are slapping our legs. I'm waiting for this to be gift. Uh, and, oh yeah, that happens. Yeah. We're, I like, we're, we're, we're at least popular enough where people will Photoshop <laughs> fits because we did the Triple H pose. God, that other. made me laugh so I'm much. Really happy. Really that. made me chuckle. Should we try, should we do a pose and, and just give it out to Maybe them? Maybe we should do our own five second pose and then someone yeah. can uh, superimpose well, Edge and Christian. On the fly gimmick. <laughs> What what what's what's the pose going to be? Oh, well, you mean like yeah, the, the, the five actual... second pose. So okay. we, we need to like sort of turn away, and then and come back and then come back again. Great for the audio. Yep, because they can't see this, but we are describing it. But let, let's okay. So before we do that, so for the benefit of those with flash photography, three, two, one. See, and then someone. Oh, oh, gonna... oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Lovely stuff. You know what works really we could, we well? We could probably cut that bit out of the podcast. Yeah. What really... No, no, because I think stuff like that, dead air, <laughs> works really well in audio format. That is what's going to get us onto podcasts uh, oh, first yeah. of all next year. Now we're coming for you, Pritchard. Something to wrestle. There are only three podcasts <laughs> bigger than this in the algorithm on Thursday morning yet last week. I'll give you something to wrestle with. It's yeah. us doing the five-second pose on an audio medium. Ooh, edgy. <laughs> it's art. It's performance that, That's actually us calling out Edge and Christian, who are Eggs and Crispin, who are currently top. Oh, yeah, they're, they're number they're one. Top. So I did just say last week on Thursday morning, this that was actually today. We're recording this in advance. Yeah, we we haven't stayed in the same t-shirt since uh, the last time, the Thursday, Saturday show, Saturday's show. Yeah, uh, because what? Where are you right now? Uh, in, I'm in real time. In real time, I am at the venue where I am getting married this coming October. Uh, we've That's such a homosexual thing. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting got... married to a lady. I know. Yeah. 
uh well, how lame uh we've got to go and have a chat with them about like uh guest numbers and seating plans and food and like how the day is actually going to be structured mm-hmm. it's one of many meetings um i'm also going to go meet my florist um and, and talk about uh, buttonholes and flowers and that sort of thing so i'm doing nothing but super awesome stuff all day buttonholes yeah for you like we've got to have buttonholes what what do you mean buttonholes? Well, okay, so you, you're just saying the same thing that I <laughs> I asked. What a, what do you mean buttonholes? So a buttonhole. And you just said buttonholes so, back to me. So the groomsmen, right, all have like a little flowery thing sure. that goes onto our suits. That's called a buttonhole. In in the lapel. In the lapel, yes. Yeah. See, I so see. but and because you are part of the groom's party, mm. along with me as the groom. Can you start calling us faction? The groom, the groom's <laughs> faction, please. The new groom order. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that very much. Um, so, as the new groom order, yes. we have to wear. <laughs> it's better the second time. We have to wear uh, these buttonhole things. So, I've got to go and talk about those. We've already got them designed, right? Uh, but I need to go and like confirm numbers and things like that. So, it's not the actual buttonhole. It's what's going to no, go in the. But buttonhole. it goes. In the, but it's in the buttonhole of the lapel, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Fun. We, like so, that's a bit behind the scenes of my upcoming wedding. We won't go into this now. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but just so everyone's aware, I think uh, the wedding business is a bloated mess trying to steal everyone's money. Yeah, I'm strongly mean, against it. Well, that's exactly like that's why I did an engagement shoot. I paid extra money sure. for an engagement shoot. I'm not entirely sure it was. Although it, you got the email today about my stag do. Yeah, I'm not allowed to go into that. No, it's a surprise. Not. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't asking you yeah. for details. My best man watches the show. I'm not going to mm. ask you for details. All I'm saying is, you know, maybe you might want to. Oh, I can't think of anything. You can't think of anything that's PG, uh, really, yeah, can you? That's the problem. Because the stuff you were telling me out there was very non PG. You might want to wax all your body hair because we're <laughs> going to wax it as punishment. Because the new groom order are taking over. Lads, lads, lads. Wax. <laughs> lads. Okay, on to. That's Mel- enough rambling. That's enough rambling. Let's do the mailbag. Because we didn't ramble at all in that hour 20 podcast we did oh. on Wednesday. We have rambled a considerable amount. Can I also just go back to just before we pressed record on this and we were like, we'll go half an hour on this oh, episode. Yeah, we we're we're 10 that. minutes in. The first ad break's coming up in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we should time it for that. Maybe we should actually think about where the ads are going <laughs> rather than just typing 10, 20, 30. <laughs> or maybe 10, 18, yeah. 26. <laughs> it Who changes, knows? it changes, depending on how greedy I'm feeling. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, the let's... first message, mail, email, <laughs> comes from Rollable Rocco Bevelock. Now, you said that he sent an email that confirmed how it said. No, I didn't look at that. Oh. I forgot to find that. However, he has a very, very good question. So good. I don't think we're going to be able to answer it to anyone's satisfaction. <laughs> I, you are, <coughs> We nearly did this question on... Uh, the Wednesdays, last, last Wednesday. Wednesdays. Yeah, last Wednesday. Um, sure it was Wednesday? Might have yes. been Monday. Oh, you're right. It, it was, was Monday. So a week ago. Sorry, yeah, a week apologies. ago. Um, and I genuinely couldn't think of anyone to like for this. And then we decided to do it on today's video. And I was literally looking at the roster and I'm like, I still That's can't I do it. Wikipedia. Yeah. WWE roster. Couldn't do it. Uh, so if you come up with any... I mean, there's probably an obvious one, right? Uh, if you come up with any ideas for Rocco's question... Comment below. Genuinely, genuinely want to know what a good version of this is. 
Here we go. Hey, Ollie and Luke, I have two questions if you'd like to indulge. First, since you two put the talk in Wrestle Talk, does that make you Wrestle Talkers too? That's not the uh, the first. We, we don't want the no. your answers to that. No, bit. no. If so, what are your ring monikers? Could do with some questions, some answers for that though. Yeah, yeah. Some suggestions below. What would that isn't the que- the stumping question? No, though. it's not. No. Uh, what what would your ring name be? Knob beard. Knob beard's good. <laughs> yeah. That is. I mean, I don't think you're going to get on WWE <laughs> no. with that name. Well, no, but we are as our new faction. New group. New, new group order. order. Yeah. We come out in. Uh, we could be part of uh, Mike and Maria Canellis. Yeah. When we but, arrive at the venue, I'm so plagued. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have had my dream wrestling persona for for a very long time. Yeah. And I'm going to tease that. I'm just going to tell you the name, mm-hmm. and it is uh, Mark Smart. <laughs> very good. I've also got another. Oh yeah, that's when too, I was uh, too long to explain. Uh, I'm back in the No Mercy days and uh, WWF SmackDown games. We used to create your wrestler. Yeah, yeah. My my wrestling name on there was Fox Rider. Fox Rider. Yeah, not like Fox Rider, but like F O X X R Y D E R. Right. So Fox. like Zack Ryder's last name. Yeah. And I imagine you started off in ECW. And then you moved to W as Fox, but with one X. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it was, it was uh, after Fox Mulder um, right. from, on the X-Files, because I just thought it was the coolest name ever. And then Ryder, because I just thought it sounded awesome. Clearly, uh, me and, and Zack Ryder have very similar opinions, as we do, because he also thinks that Ghostbusters is the best film ever made. Uh, the I, Just one more thing on that bit. My... My... My no mercy name was bollocks. And the gimmick was <laughs> why was it? Why was it bollocks? Why, yeah. why did why did you call yourself bollocks? Then a very low self esteem as hey a teenager. <laughs> so I was just so my name my middle name is James, uh, and I always wanted to be called OJ. I didn't know anything about OJ Simpson <laughs> at that age. Didn't know who that was. We're based in the UK. That stuff didn't travel to me as a kid. Uh, but I, I was, I really wanted to be called OJ because that sounded like a cool name. Mm-hmm. But no one ever called me OJ. <laughs> so my wrestling video game character was the OJ Master. <laughs> the OJ Master, back once again with the OJ Master, which just kind of now I'd never just kind of sounds like a guy who drinks a lot of orange juice. That's what I imagine. So you had Austin with like the uh, the beer cans, you had <laughs> Kurt Angle with the milk. You got you just getting that like that vitamin C. Ah, it stings. It's citrusy. <laughs> in my and eyes. It's just, it's just stuck to my. It's oh, made my like skin sticky. I'm gonna have to throw this t-shirt away. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I was so in. Sweet. I was obsessed with the. <laughs> I was obsessed with the color scheme, orange and green as well. Oh, that's that's vibrant. Yes, yeah, so that is Brutus the Barber beefcake levels it of was vibrance. Bright orange t-shirt, green tracksuit bottoms with wow. uh, orange sort of stripes, Adidas style mm. down the side, and orange trainers. My Jesus, guy. my uh, my guy had a bandana because that was when I thought bandanas were cool. Yeah, they're not. Um, and he also had uh, like you know, you know the, uh, the the Hardy Boys um, vest top things. That yeah, wear, yeah, like yeah. the 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 like knit hole ones, the crisscross ones. Mm. Had like one of those, and then like denim pants, Oof. obviously, and boots. And he stood like a badass because I thought the American badass was the coolest thing in the world. I thought we could be a tag team because we both like bikes, and I don't really like bikes at all. Mm. But I was like, but your the, character did. But my character did absolutely, yeah. And that's what a gimmick is. You, got to, you know, you just, sometimes you just got to get on with things that you, you don't like in real in real life. Did you think as a kid in your bedroom, you know, if me and Undertaker did meet, I 
think he probably would ask me to be a tag team. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He seems well, like a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. In my in my dream realities, um, I would be introduced as the third brother of destruction. Ooh. So and then we would and actually I wearing fun- a bandana and a netted vest <laughs> yeah and jeans and jeans yeah. and um funny enough your uh, fantasy booking warfare of the trio's title in my fantasy oh. we did win like the six man tag team championships well it's an excellent piece of fantasy booking it is yeah I mean it's not a winning one <coughs> but uh, it's still good nonetheless and my finisher on no mercy because obviously I'm you know Bezzy mates with the Undertaker it was like you get them in a power bomb position and then you lift them up for the power bomb but then you let them fall forwards and it's a reverse tombstone. Oh right, I see. Yeah. Kind of like a a. Oh no, that's not how AJ does the Styles Clash. But but yeah, you just but drop yeah. them on their head. You just, yeah. yeah, you just get onto your knees. Oh, that sounds horrible. To yeah, taste. it wasn't on any of the WWF games. It was only on No Mercy. I uh, mean the, SmackDown games. We actually do have an N64 in the studio and a copy of No Mercy. No Mercy. I'm gonna get it. We Keep could talking. We could recreate our No Mercy characters from our childhood, from the uh, the two thousands. People do that, don't they? They they create an e fed. We could. <laughs> Gee, look at that. That is a thing of beauty. I you probably can't see because of. Uh, light reflections yeah i yes. uh, we have very little time uh in the studio because we're so busy creating amazing content for all of you lovely people mm. um but i do dream of being able to just uh, record us playing games and just playing like no mercy tournaments a lot of people like that sort of thing that's so what i maybe thought we would do it eventually yeah that's what i thought maybe we do it as a patreon thing yeah well we're not even on the big part of the question <laughs> so this half an hour video is going well so so tell us uh about your the things. Okay, so I'll, I'll actually. I'm going to ask yes, the question yeah, while Ollie's fanning around. Uh, here's back to Rollerball Rocco. The actual question is Are there any current superstars in the business that you think could benefit from swapping their gimmick with another current superstars? So this is where the trickiness comes in. So this isn't giving someone someone else's gimmick. So you can be like, Oh, okay, do you know what? Um, I think it would be awesome if you gave Enzo Amore Brock Lesnar's gimmick. Because then he could be like this badass, mm. this UFC badass. Because you have then have to give Brock Lesnar Enzo Amore's gimmick, which would be hilarious. It would be quite something, wouldn't it? But both, but both don't benefit. Mm. And what you've got to do is you've got to try and find a balance where they both actually, by swapping gimmicks, they both elevate themselves up and become better. So I genuinely, because every time I thought of one, I was like, I, I'd swap these two. Oh yeah, but they don't need that gimmick. That mm. would that would hamper them. What were what were they? Did you have any examples? Well, I was I was looking at Rusev. I wanted mm. to give Rusev a better gimmick than his foreign heel one, but then I suddenly remembered that yeah, then I've got to give someone else the foreign heel gimmick. That's the problem. Looking at because we just went through the rosters, didn't we? Like, who could we do this with? And it dawned on me there's no one's gimmick on WWE that I'm fully hundred percent on. Well, uh, Samoa Joe's gimmick. To, to but, an extent, but I but don't want you, to take that off of him. You, yeah, but like, I mean, I love Samoa Joe, but I wouldn't say he's been present. His gimmick has been presented in the best way possible. Mm. You know, I've definitely seen better versions of Samoa Joe's gimmick done by Samoa Joe. Yeah. Uh, so, like, what? Who is WWE doing to its best of ability? Actually, Braun Strowman. Yeah, Braun, Braun Strowman. Strowman is a flawless character. And consistent in what they've done with him over the last six months. Uh, Brock Lesnar as well, actually. Yeah. Uh, but beyond that, mm, yeah, you don't, there's I mean, no one I can, you know, like I could say John Cena, but I, d- I don't, I don't love John Cena. I'm I think just thinking John, of people I really. I like. think I think John Cena is awesome, but I don't like his character. Yeah. So anyway, you've actually managed to find three <laughs> examples. 
okay, the first two are cop-outs because it's an example of giving a gimmick to someone else and then being like, ah, what about the other guy? So I thought Samoa Joe's gimmick to Kevin Owens. So making Kevin Owens a, a badass Samoan. Uh, but just a badass. <laughs> oh, okay. A badass who, who really hurts people. Back to the prize fighter days because mm-hmm. I don't like what he's doing at the moment. He's much, much better than that. But Samoa Joe's then left as the, the face Those of America. America yeah. So that doesn't work. That's so funny as well. King Ross pointed this out on his um, WS- mm-hmm. WTF moments. Um, Booker T called Samoa Joe like he's the personification of a prize fighter when he was coming out. I was like, well, clearly not because he's going out to a match where nothing's on the line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He's not fighting for any prize, is he? The John O'Clock Bell. Uh, and Jason Jordan to Chad Gable, I've written down. Yeah, I mean, that one makes sense. That, because that one actually works. Because Chad Gable is do, like, he's doing the moonsault, he's doing the ankle lock. They were even th- there's quite a few people that are theorizing that <clears throat> it is going to be revealed that Chad Gable is actually Jason mm. Jordan's son and that Jason Jordan is not, sorry, is Kurt Angle's son. It's a, it's a big family lineage. That's what they're working yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, so Chad Gable's actually going to be revealed as the Those son. Those angles just can't keep it in their pants, <laughs> can or they? Or they're buying rubbish condoms. Yeah. Um, and Jason Jordan will go back to being a single star, not affiliated with the Angle name. Uh, yeah, so I think if if Jason Jordan... and Ch- Actually, this is quite a good one. Because Jordan could just do what Gable is doing on the main roster on SmackDown right now. And that is slowly proven himself. I think he could get over... He's, you know, he's a good, very good wrestler in the ring put him against AJ and that steady losing streak mm-hmm. good way to build him up Chad Gable meanwhile I think if you put him in the illegitimate son storyline he's got such a natural charisma to him that people would almost accept the stupidity of the illegitimate storyline and buy into him at the same time plus in that Miz TV segment he could actually give a little bit back to the Your banter back and forth yeah, yeah. I mean like, when Chad Gable first <laughs> debuted in NXT everyone did say like he's a young Kurt Angle yeah because he is doing he can do the serious but he also does comedy very well and he's awesome in the ring he's a complete badass in the ring he can beat you up and he can do he can make you laugh yeah but funny don't make money funny don't make money but they can if they convincingly exactly the rock the, the rock is a great example of that yeah. the rock hilarious in his promos but also kicked ass in the ring sure uh, so, but the best one I've I've managed to find, I'm sure. I'm interested to hear this. People can find it better. Well, Roman Reigns is a babyface right now, mm-hmm. and he's not. You know, he's he's Roman Reigns. We I'm not going to go into that whole whole fiasco. So I'm thinking, how could we turn him heel? <laughs> Excuse me, a weird cough there. <clears throat> so I want to turn Roman Reigns heel. Who's a heel on the roster that shouldn't really have gone heel this soon? And I thought, oh, Big Cass is mm-hmm. getting a bit of a push. Uh, if he goes face and you bring Enzo back to him, just imagine they never broke up. Enzo just becomes a manager, so he he becomes the, the mouthpiece. And I guess Big Cass isn't that good a wrestler, though. But if he was in the not at the top of the company, but in more of that kick-ass babyface mode, I was going to say, yeah, because I'm pretty sure Roman Reigns' gimmick is he's the top guy. Yeah, it's his yard. Yeah, God, Big Cass would have under uh, retired the, the Undertaker. Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, we're not saying spots on the card. We're just saying gimmicks, right? Mm-hmm. And if Roman Reigns becomes a Big Cass bully-style heel, that would be a lot nicer. I don't know. That's the best they could come up. That's with. it's a tough question, Rollerball. Yeah. Um, fun fact for you: I was listening. I was listening to some old Undertaker promos, 
Um, and uh, it was really funny. It was, it was a promo that he did at uh, Unforgiven 2000. It's like a 2000 show. It was the one mm. after SummerSlam. And um, it, I just, it struck me because the end of it is just like, he goes, there, it's when he's doing Badass and he goes like, that ring out there, that's my yard. And I'm the big dog at that yard. And I thought, geez, that was, that was 2000, 17 years ago. And now yeah. you got Roman Reigns doing the exact same dialogue, only it somehow sounds worse. Mm. Well, you could say there's a poetic symmetry there. In 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 script writing, that would be that's good script writing. You know, you've passed the torch, they've but no not with reins. It's, it's somehow very annoying. Uh, next up Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We have Paul E. Dangerously Jarman, who you can follow on Twitter at unders... No, at Paul underscore Diablo. Uh, and this is his question. It's it's a just stick with it. Okay. So picture the scene. I have been condemned to death for some heinous crime I've committed. Not sure what. I'll let you make that bit up. Along with my final meal, for info, that would be shepherd's pie, mushy peas and a round of bread and butter, I am granted a final wrestling wish. I can choose any pay-per-view from any of the main brands from all of time to watch whilst eating said meal. Which do I choose to ensure maximum entertainment and distraction from my fate? 
Clearly, that is a convoluted way of asking what's the best pay-per-view ever, but I was trying to ham it up a bit. That's a brilliant way to, to ham up I a question. Right. Re- that's an e- well done, poorly, dangerously, Jarman. That is top work, sir. So, uh, do you want to kick this off? What's the best pay-per-view ever? I thought you were going to ask me what my final meal was going to be. Well, that as well. Uh, pizza, stuffed crust, Asda, margarita, um, cider mayo. A uh, large Big Mac meal with an extra double cheeseburger and whatever special they've got on. Fair play. Yeah. I think that's, you know, because you don't really care about healthy <laughs> no. calorie counting when you're on no, your last and, meal. Uh, although I've given it up, up for a year, uh, I love a Big Mac. Yeah. I just think Big Macs are delicious. They're very tasty. Very tasty. Until the the, the shame sets in. <laughs> I like the first three bites, but I'm like, oh, no, the no. shame. Yeah, well, that's why I have the double cheeseburger first. Because okay. then I can build up, I can get, you know, build up the shame. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what so, is, what is I the... mean, I interpreted this as favourite pay-per-view. So you uh, could yeah. give a pay- favourite rather than best. I was going to say, because I'm, I'm trying to think about, like, a pay-per-view that I would watch, and I've watched multiple times, mm. and that's, I mean, it would probably be, do you know what it would be? It would probably be Backlash 2000s. Is it really? I think I would go back to 2000. I've got such fond memories of staying up to because it was free on Channel 4. Really? So staying up till 1 o'clock in the morning to watch it. It was the first time I'd ever really stayed up to watch a pay-per-view live. I wasn't meant to because my parents didn't really yeah. like me watching wrestling. And it was uh, Rock and Triple H in the main event with Vince and Steph in Triple H's corner and Stone Cold Steve Austin mm. in the Rock's corner. But Stone Cold wasn't there. So at the entire show, they were like, Austin's not here yet. Austin's not here yet. Uh, you had a uh, big show coming out doing Hulk Hogan. He was um the he was uh, the showster. Had a bit of a match with Kurt Angle. You had SA Rios have a fun little match on there. You had Eddie Guerrero having a good match. I think Eddie Guerrero had a match on that show anyway. Um I just have really fond memories of that show. Mm. But do you know what actually no I've, I've changed my mind already. <laughs> because it's either that or it's going to be WrestleMania X7. Mm-hmm. Because that show, top to bottom, with the exception of one match, which was the APA and Taz versus the right to center, a random match that was to have on WrestleMania. It's a it's a great show. That's got Rock Austin in the main event. You've got TLC, mm. uh, TLC 2. You've got um, Undertaker Triple H, their first encounter, which was really, really good. You had um, Kurt Angle Benoit. You had uh, Regal uh, in the opener with Jericho, I think. You had the triple threats with uh, Raven, Big Show, and Kane, which mm-hmm. was great because my boy Raven was in there, although he didn't win. And you've got the gimmick Battle Royal, which oh, brings yeah. me so much joy. I've seen that match so many times, but it brings me joy every single time I see it. Even if it's just for Mean Gene and Bobby the Brain Heenan doing commentary and taking the mick out of everyone that's coming down to the ring. So Re- WrestleMania X7 was 2001. 2001. Some say it was the end of the Attitude yeah. Era. So Backlash was 2000. Yep. So around that era for you, betrays yeah. when you grew up watching wrestling, I think. Yeah, yeah, portrays. Yeah, I think you said betrays. But, yeah, betrays. Like it reveals. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Because the other alternative would be um, Starcade '97, uh, which was the infamous Sting Hogan mm-hmm. match. Only because there's quite a lot to discuss. I, I you know, I'm, no one would be with me. But if like the guard was there, I could tell them factoids about the show. The reason why Kevin Nash wasn't at the show. Like, why we're he gonna no have showed. to move up the execution. <laughs> He's talking about Kevin Nash again. Uh, 
So I'm go- I'm also going to go for a 2000 pay-per-view. There's a reason why. It's because that was a great year yeah, of wrestling. That was yeah. when WWF was at its hottest. It was like WCW was down in the toilet, but WWF was riding a big high, big wave of success. And just, it was so much fun. So much year. fun. It was so great. Brian Goetz was, was pretty much making wrestling a bit zany. Uh was a million miles a second and this is a year with stone cold out for the majority of it yes he was That's yeah crazy you know your top stars away so the company's like okay we've got rock we've got taker we've got triple h angle. but uh now we're bringing up these new guys jericho benoit angle yeah so, so the other thing is what people talk about like sorry the, the downturn of 2001 when people mm. stopped watching after wrestlemania x7 but you did have like a really big rise of, of jericho and benoit because the rock had gone to Hollywood, Austin was was now a heel. So all of a sudden, you had to like they had to create these new stars very quickly, and they did so by by pushing Benoit and Jericho to the moon. And they had that awesome tag match uh, against the uh, the two man power trip. Great stuff. So my uh, I've just got it up to refresh my memory yeah. of the actual uh, matches, most of which I don't remember to be honest. But there's enough corkers on here where I'm just. Yeah. So, SummerSlam 2000. What a show that was. Is my all-time favourite pay-per-view. I'm not saying that's the best, because, you know, I've probably watched several Ring of Honor pay-per-views this year alone. Wrestle Kingdom 11 in Mm. January. The frickin' Dominion show was pretty spot-on too. So, And that's just, like, the last seven months, right? So, wrestling-wise, there's a lot better out there. However, in terms of favourite... Like just the stuff you treasure from your from your youth. Uh, it's Summer Sam 2000. Before I get into the matches of why it's so good, hey, do you want to hear a sub story? I would love to hear a sub story. So, I am. How old would I have been? Would have been 12, mm-hmm. maybe 13 in the year 2000, and it's Christmas time. I believe the PlayStation 2 had just come out think so well it what well, so, somewhere around then dreamcast was out so maybe, for, maybe for it was sure. a bit later however what so i didn't i didn't get the chance to watch most pay-per-views right uh maybe i'll catch a bit of it here i only watched smackdown on sky one that was the only on way. A sunday morning on a saturday morning oh saturday morning saturday yes. morning and that they had enough recaps of raw so i knew what was going on and I was obsessed with the the still images of SummerSlam that they do in the in the recap. They never showed any video. Although they do, that annoys me when they do it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they have commentary as well. They don't just uh, talk over it, right? They use the commentary from the night. Anyway, it's almost like one of our videos. Mm. And uh, they, I I saved up all of my pocket money, and I was doing a paper round at the time as well. Pretty. Doing, doing quite a lot of paper rounds around my village. So I had enough money to contribute to Father Christmas, Santa Claus for American viewers. So I could not just get a PlayStation 2, but I could also get six DVDs from Silver Vision. Whoa! Who are the, you know, it's yeah, like 1999 yeah, yeah. a pop. That's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're talking, what's that? 120? No, the, six. Yeah, 120 quid. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, and the PlayStation 2, which was like 250, way above what my my parents, Father Christmas, would usually spend on Christmas presents for for a child like myself. So I thought I'm going to contribute towards it, and I can get all this stuff, and I can open it, and it'd be wicked. 
and I think the the pay per views were WrestleMania 2000 with not, the four way. Not, not a great show. But I didn't know yeah, that at no, the time. No, I know, I know. And uh, I just knew the ones that WWE told me to like. Uh, I had the invasion. Invasion had happened, so it was it 2001. Was yeah, it was the Christmas sense, of 2001. Yeah. Uh, SummerSlam 2000, King of the Ring 2001. That's a great show. Yeah, That's with the weird Kurt Angle Shane, Shane match, yeah. Uh, and two others that are f- escaping me right now. They were probably the big. F- they were probably like a Survivor though. Series, yeah, yeah, and Royal Rumble. And Royal Rumble 2001. <coughs> Damn, that's a good show. Exactly. So I had those. Uh, get those at Christmas. So excited. I'd, SummerSlam was because I love Shane McMahon. I love Kurt Angle. That three way in the main event it was the Rock Triple H Kurt Angle culmination of the Stephanie McMahon love triangle angle uh, that was unfortunately dropped because of Triple H freaking out about that that whole thing going on that does lead to one of my favourite backstage stories ever though Mm. so Triple H for those of you who don't know Triple H kind of put the ixnay on his feud with Kurt Angle and uh, Stephanie McMahon because he didn't think that it was believable that Stephanie could could fancy Kurt and he also uh didn't uh, there's something like and no one could like no one could really believe no one would believe he could beat me up mm. and like beat me to to win her and then Gerald Briscoe went mental and had a massive go at him because Kurt Angle's a legitimate wrestler yeah and yes he could beat you up and he could easily beat you up mm. yeah yeah gold gold medal winning Olympic <laughs> broken freaking neck I just don't think that he could beat me I don't think Stephanie would really go for him said it quite a few times. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I watch. So that's the first show I watch. I love it uh, because it's got the T- TLC. So did you get it for Christmas? Yeah, I got. I oh. got all these things. For, I got all of those things. Uh, for Christmas. Amazing. Yeah. So, but I could only really watch in my hectic Christmas day, which involves pub visits and other family and whatnot. Uh, I, I only got a chance to watch Summer Sam two thousand. Maybe not all of it, uh, but you know, you you've got the culmination of Jerry Lawler versus Taz. That's the start of that. It was the was start it the of their start? feud. I thought it was the payoff. Um, was that the one where Raven runs in? I thought Raven. No, I, I thought it was. Remember. I thought it was the next paper where Raven oh, debuts. Okay. Well, anyway, but it was, was the start, It was the best match they had. I was super into it because, like, I thought Taz is so despicable. Even though he's got this wicked entrance music, he smashed that. Maybe not at that point, but he smashed the, the yeah, sweet it, jar it, over it, JR's It was when head. Uh, JR was in the car and he smashed the window mm. because then at the start of the, at the start of the match, this is so funny. JR sitting there at commentary and like, I don't like these tears. I think he's a. I think he's a thug. And Taz comes out with the glasses on. And with a cowboy hat and a blind cane, just going, I'm blind! I can't see where I'm going! Like, proper comedy. And he yeah. walks up to it. The announcer does literally, like, tapping the... I'm going blind, Gio! I'm blind! So funny. Uh, the opening match was right to censor versus Too Cool and Rikishi. Man, did I like Too Cool when I was a kid. Yeah. I thought they were... The worm. I tried. Yeah. I could never do the worm. But that was... I followed that very avidly on Heat, which was one of the only... WWE shows we awesome. got on free um, television. I could talk for hours about Right to Censor. Yeah. Loved that gimmick. Steve Blackman versus Shane McMahon, where Shane McMahon did his first Titan Tron spot. He did, Climbing yeah. up the side of it and, he, and doing an elbow. No, it's when, uh, oh, Blackman, yeah, so that's the big show one. Yeah. yeah uh, it was, Blackman hit him with a cane and he did that. And, he, and like that's a scary fall to watch as well because mm. he's not looking. Like At least with the elbow drop, he drops down and he's going... Yeah. Blackman literally hits him I think it's with a kendo stick and Shane just lets go and just falls backwards mm. so many ways that could have gone wrong and yeah and just like the, the, the time stood still I'd never seen anything like this so, it, it does float so I hadn't seen uh, Mick Foley off the cell mm. I, because what I saw on telly was frozen images of that I'd never <laughs> seen it oh man 
that was that was something. And like after that, I was obsessed with Shane McMahon because mm-hmm. he was like us. Uh, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho in a two a two out of three falls match. And I what I love about this as well because this has got a great story mm. to it because this going in it was just uh, the two of them saying like my submission's better, so uh, the Wars of Jericho's better than the Crossface, and he's like no the Crossface is better than Wars of Jericho. So they have this two out of three falls match. Both of them get the first their falls with their submissions. And then Benoit wins by rolling him up and grabbing the ropes. Mm. And like, oh, you cheap bastard. Like, you were meant to be there like, I'm the best damn technical wrestler yeah. in the WWE. And you cheat to win. Oh, it was such a great ending. And, and so, like, they've had, they had the, the ladder match somewhere before then. I can't remember if the ladder match came later. Ladder match came later, But they just had a cracking feud over such, that summer. One of the best feuds of that time. And, and I never forget, I was in tears laughing as a kid on Saturday morning watching Chris Jericho saying... I'll beat Chris Benoit on a boat. boat. <laughs> I'll, I'll beat be- Chris Benoit on a goat. <laughs> and he photoshopped Benoit's face onto these things. Yep. When that's done now, I'm like, this is bull crap. <laughs> but back then, I, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, and then the first... I could beat Benoit as a blushing yeah. bride. <laughs> I can beat Benoit. I can't remember what the... I think blushing bride came but, second. Blushing, I was yeah. trying to say, I can't remember what the lead-in line was. Then the first ever TLC match, Edge and Christian, Hardy Boys, Dudley Boys... I just never seen anything like that. tables and ladders and chairs. Oh my! That blew my mind. Oh man, it's so good. Then I I can't really remember the cat defeating Terry oh, in the stink face uh, stink face uh, match. Ah, yeah. It's over very very quickly, but like it's three minutes four it says here on. Terrifyingly, the cat versus uh, Terry was like one of the longest running feuds in the Attitude Era. They just seemed to just always be feuding with each other. The cat uh, was Jerry Lawler's wife. Mm. I think they, they might have been married by this point. They were certainly dating. Uh, and then, of course, the main event was Rock, Triple H and Kurt Angle with just a fantastic Stephanie McMahon love triangle. So here, here comes a sub story. So I watched oh, that. Okay. I watched that. I love it. Uh, and then the next day we go to my grandparents who live uh, about an hour and a half drive away. We spend uh, two days with them like we did all every every Christmas and we came back and we had been burgled two days after Christmas uh, the four three four months I spent saving up for the PlayStation and WWE and uh, the the DVDs were taken and and all the DVDs jewellery TVs you know we just wiped out and uh, but I loved SummerSlam so much I took it to my grandparents oh to to show, to show my my granddad what I you know because I didn't understand that people weren't as into stuff as I was so yeah. I'd be like this is what I got uh do, can we play they didn't have they didn't have a DVD player so I was like oh and I just you know I'd read the back and you know, <laughs> just look, look at the at match for a bit and you know, I, I remember the, the the front cover perfectly and yeah yeah it was came back oh, and so that mate. was that was the only DVD I had uh for a while we got the PlayStation back on insurance like a month later first thing I did was watch SummerSlam 2000 again we never got the uh, the, the DVDs back there, mm. but yeah that was uh, so yeah that's my oh mate that's a, that's a beautiful story I'm, burgled I'm... at Christmas man. oh man Pretty... what what a dick move I, know, I, know. I hate people sometimes don't commit crimes people it's a really dick thing to do so hopefully you uh, th- those those are good enough questions it's, it's a bit sad though that the our favourite pay-per-views the ones we would watch were 17 years ago <laughs> 
That's a long freaking time. It is a long time, but it's a nostalgia thing, I suppose, yeah. as well, because like those games make me think of No Mercy and like same era, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's that same era, and like perhaps we can do some sort of announcement uh, here on this show for the people who've made it this far in. Mm. Um, and I'd imagine those people who are this far in are probably Patreon backers. We are going to be doing some Patreon exclusive content for you five dollar backers. We're going to be doing a poll every month with pay-per-views and you are going to vote on those and we are going to review one of those in detail. So not like uh, just a five minute chat then. We're going to review it match by match, talk about it. I'm going to pull some quotes from old observers. We're going to talk about like the thoughts and things of that at the time. So you're going to get four options. I haven't actually gone through this with you. No, yet. no, no. <laughs> but we are going to do it. We don't know yeah. when yet. No, it's definitely in it, the works. it is in the works. But my plan is, uh, this is the thing I've not told you, I thought about this on the way home last night. Mm. So each month we would do one WWF pay-per-view or WWE, a WCW pay-per-view, an ECW pay-per-view or a TNA pay-per-view. Maybe other because yeah, or, we, we could say like New Japan could go in there. Yeah, all Japan from the nineties. Agreed. Sick. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. So that that's kind of going to be what what I'm thinking we could do. Cool. But that's that's going to be coming very soon. Yeah. So maybe maybe comment some pay per views you would like us to see just to get us going some ideas. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all we've got time I'm gonna, for today. I feel so bad because Karen Peterson's email that this is now like the fourth time where we've we've kind of like we're not putting the we're not putting it off. We it is in our running order. We just we. Oh no! Wait, we teased. NXT, the we, problem with NXT. But it's not even the problem with NXT, it's the problem with the NXT portions of the NXT crowd. Apologies. Okay, we'll have to get to that. Sorry for people who clicked that in the timestamp. That didn't happen in the end. Uh, but it's not going to be in the timestamp now, is it? Well, but I said it at the start of the show. Oh, the problem with NXT. They're going to be looking for it, yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Sorry, chaps. Sorry. Sorry. And, and ladies. And ladies. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of want that to become like the new Matt Damon thing that I used to have <laughs> on, on Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Was it Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel? It was one of those shows. Jimmy, yeah, it was Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Because Jimmy Fallon's the other one. I thought it might be Jimmy Fallon, you know. Uh, I can't remember. We're, we're not American. We don't watch those shows. But we're bumped Matt Damon. We're saying Matt Damon's coming at the end of the show. Yeah. never turns up. No, he's anyway. always there. It's just they've never got time for him. That's, that's what happened. Hilarious. That's all we've got time for today, though. So please click the videos over Luke Stupid's reaction <laughs> right now to catch up with the latest Wrestle Ramble or Wrestle Talk news. Also, subscribe to this channel and support Wrestle Talk on Patreon. This has been Luke Owen. I've been Ollie Davis, and that was Rambling. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.